live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Live from America, we are back on Rumble, I must say. Are you ready to rumble? Because I am ready to rumble. Not saying that, you know, it's there's a lot of folks out there who don't like rumble. There's a lot of folks out there who've had a hard time, um, you know, kind of transitioning from Facebook to YouTube, from YouTube to rumble. Um, however, I believe that having a platform where you uh, can do the show the way you want to do the show in a manner... Um, in which you need to do the show, what we're used to here on Live from America, is far more important than the convenience of being able to see comments correctly or be able to comment. I would just tell you, all of the, uh, all of you who are having a hard time on Rumble, to A, make sure that you've signed in, make sure that you have a profile, B, make sure that you download the app. The app seems a lot easier to do the commenting on. Um, now, they're fixing things. Things are getting better. And uh, as we grow with Rumble, we will be so much happier that we stuck here. Now, I should know by the end of the day today the status of going to Roku and Firestick finally after all of this back and forth um, in which I'll be able to restream it everywhere. So those of you who want to watch it on YouTube will be able to watch it there, but just know that they will probably end up pushing me out sooner or later. And those of you who want to watch it here will watch it here. And those of you who want to watch it on Roku and Firestick can watch it on those platforms. And very soon, you'll also be able to watch me on Dish and uh, Pluto and everywhere else um, because I will be added to the great, wonderful team at Real America's Voice News. I just think what they're going to do is take my 5 o'clock show and put it on a little later on Real America's Voice, probably 8 or 9, somewhere around there, for the people who, who don't get home until later and who want to watch it. But anyway, folks, welcome to Live from America. I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, but God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell, a.k.a. the Hip-Hop Patriot, and welcome to this wonderful, wonderful edition of Live from America. Today is May 25th year of our Lord, 2021, and we are cruising through this year um, very quickly, I might add. But let me give some shout-outs to those who are watching on Rumble. There's already over 2,200 people watching on Rumble, so let's go ahead and do that now. Purple Cloud 70 says, good morning uh, to the magnificent hip hop patriot from doug how you doing doug good to see you man milo the bean says come to washington or oregon next time you tour we're actually working our way out west the next stop is the midwest okay um dog lover 222 says my daughter got me roku for mother's day so i'd be able to watch you on my tv seriously oh we'll tell your daughter thank you and we're gonna get there real quick i promise um I think it's going to have to be another YouTube day, PVS123 says. I don't know why. Uh, the video is working fine. It's coming through clear, and, and uh, I, hope you can get, I hope you can get it working for yourself. Uh, Lisa G says, from the swamp of Jersey, looking to our governor race, we got rhinos here. Well, we've been talking a lot about Jersey lately uh, as well, internally uh, with the team, and uh, the team over at Real America's Voice as well. We have got, she says, I'll deal with a little BS to nail snooze tube and support freedom companies. Love uh, Helenius, Nurse Tana. 
Tana, good to see you. Uh, Brownie12641 says hello from PA. We've got um, Terry43 says morning from Froggy Day in North California. Uh, we got good morning, Jeremy. Looking forward to the show back on Rumble. Much love, Kim from Dirty Jersey. We've got uh, Lance. Um, from Michigan, good to see you, Lance. I appreciate it. Foxy Girl Twenty says, "So glad I'm off today and get to hear you live." Well, I am too. So let's all glory to God for that. Thank you so much, Becky Adams in North Carolina. Good morning, everybody. I love James O'Keefe. All need to see the video about fake news. We're going to be talking about that right here. And we've got Michigan Garrett L from Soldano for Governor 2022, Free Michigan. Thank you so very much. Let's give one more here, Angie Garcia. Shout out. Moni, Illinois. Good morning. Love your show. We're going to be coming through Illinois, which is my home state. So I cannot wait for that. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you could do me the, the honor of, of sharing the video, copy, copy the link or just share it right from your app because it pops up all of your other apps and it's easy to get that share out there. I'd also like to acknowledge a few more people here. Uh, my wife wanted me to thank Rosaria Barbera, who's uh, become a great friend, actually became a friend through Instagram, but she sent my wife uh, some wonderful things. And my wife wanted to make sure that I thank you, Rosaria. God bless you, and thank you for doing that for my wife. She deserves it. Lisa Zeller says she's been watching for a long time and never gets a shout-out. Well, Lisa, shout-out to you. God bless you and your family. Thank you so much for watching here on Rumble. Terry Caston, thank you for your donation. Very much appreciated. Mark and Anna Gross, your donation is so much appreciated as well. James uh, Wenrick the third. Also sent in a donation via check. I want to thank you. Uh, as well as Mary Graves and Laura Hoffmeyer. Both of you, uh, I want to thank you so very much for sending in your donation to grow and keep the uh, maintaining the growth of the show here on Live from America. And hopefully, as we continue to grow, some of the, um, some of the expenses and the blunt of all that might be picked up by others so that we don't have to you know, solely rely on our community here to fund everything. Um, but I got to tell you, it's always been us. It's always been us together. And if that's how it remains, then that's how it re will remain. Uh, this show was built for you. This show grows uh, by your permission. And it uh, partners with people, kind of like we partnered with Mike Lindell. Promo code LFA, by the way, on Mike Lindell. He's got a lot of new products on there. He's got a lot of buy one, get one free. So you want to check them out at MyPillow.com, which uh, you guys gave me permi permission to do that as well. And I'd like to tell you guys that I am now down over 20 pounds, and I feel great, I feel spectacular, and I can't wait uh, to continue uh, my journey with health, along with my journey with Jesus, and uh, my whole family is starting to eat better and take our uh, health a little bit more seriously. I want to be around for the long haul here on Live from America. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's give our honor and our love and our attention where it belongs at the start of every show, and that is to God Almighty in Heaven, who gives us our universe, who gives us our planet, who gives us our very breath in our lungs, and who gives us wonderful blessings like children to take on the mantle as we phase out and, and, and go to heaven. So, ladies and gentlemen, today's verse of the day. Uh, if, you, if you have not signed up for my newsletter, please go to jeremyharrell.com. That's one thing that I always want to stress to you guys. jeremyharrell.com. 
com. Everything that you ever need to know, even if something big happens, I will I will instruct the guys who do my website to make sure that there's always a, um, a disclaimer or something up in case something happens, good or bad. That is your one-stop shop. That is where you'll be able to find all the videos of the day. Not right live, but you will be able to go there live and link to live videos. And then you'll be able to re-watch them there on JeremyHerald.com if for some reason you're having a problem with Rumble or YouTube. And that is also where you sign up for the newsletter. And the news, uh, the, the verse of the day today came from Mark 638. And I actually got the idea for this verse today because of uh, kind of trailing off of what we were talking about yesterday. Okay. And one thing that we, we as humans always do is we always want more time. We always want more tools. We always want more resources in able to, or I mean, in, in order to accomplish things that we believe that we are to accomplish, whether it's because we've, uh, we, we feel like we're following the word of God or whether you're trying to advance your career or your family. Um, and, and I'll, I'll tell you this quick story before we get to the verse of the day. I said, um, I was talking to my wife one day about having more time in a day. Okay. Wish I had 36 hours in a day. Wish I had 40 hours a day because if I had just that extra time that I could get more done. But if God wanted us to have more than 24 hours a day, if we needed more than 24 hours in a day, then God would give us that more than 24 hours a day. But he gave us 24 hours because he feels that that is enough to accomplish everything that we need to accomplish and all of our responsibilities and all of our duties. We just have to prioritize a little better. So I picked Mark 638. And it's referring to the, the time when thousands and thousands of people came out to see Jesus speak and they got hungry. I believe there was over 5,000 people there and there was nothing there for them to eat. And the disciples were asking Jesus, should we take money and should we go into town? Should we buy food? Should we bring it back? And Jesus said this, he said unto them, how many loaves of bread or how many loaves have ye? Go and see. And when they knew, they say five and two fishes. The disciples think, they, they all think like we think, okay? We are all just human. They thought that there was no possible way to feed the crowds with only five loaves and two fish. How is that possible here on earth to be able to feed 5,000 people with five loaves of bread and two fish? How is that possible? It's not. Not here on earth. They weren't thinking about the power and the mercy of God Almighty, though. They didn't quite have the faith to believe that Jesus could satisfy the hunger of thousands of people with so little. It reminds us that we have in life, all we have in life is enough. Everything that we have in life is enough. It reminds us that we have enough right now to accomplish what God wants us to accomplish. I often say, well, if I just had more than 24 hours in a day, or if I had an assistant, that I could accomplish all that God is guiding me to do. What a silly way of thinking. If God had intended us to have more than 24 hours in a day, then he would have made it so. If God wanted me to get more done than I am getting done, then he would provide a way for me to do so. Think today about all the things that you find yourself Wishing that you had or that you could do. We all think the way that the disciples thought. We think we need more than what we have to accomplish what we are called to do, but it's just not true. 
We have to open our eyes and open our ears and hear God's calling with clarity. Sometimes we take it upon ourselves to assume that we need to be doing more or that we aren't doing enough in life. However, that is the wrong way to think. We have five loaves and we have two fish, and that is plenty to get us and anyone around us through the day and enough to satisfy our hunger. Think, pray, spend time with our Lord and Savior this morning, and just be happy with what you have. So that was the newsletter this morning, ladies and gentlemen. I think it's fitting. I think it's fitting for everything that I'm going through and everything that a lot of you are going through as I read through your emails. So having said that, remember, five loaves of bread and two fish are all we need in life to get us where we need to go. And now it's time for the Lord's Prayer, ladies and gentlemen. Are you ready? Please take your hat off if you have one on. Say it with me so that God can hear it and rejoice in heaven. And all the angels in heaven can rejoice by you praising God Almighty and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Ready? Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Let's read, before we get started, a little bit of uh, some comments here. Uh, we need to find you a cameraman. Well, yeah, maybe. <laughs> Becky says, amen, Jeremy. Good morning from Florida, Cynthia Mangles says. Uh, Kimmy Kolb says, hello, Patriot family. Um, Twinkletown says, congratulations on your weight loss, Jeremy. Keep up the good work. Thank you. Um, Golby769 says, y'all here, Biden is not speaking at Notre Dame and isn't getting honorary degree from them. LOL, Biden sucks. <laughs> I, I couldn't agree more. Someone else says, what God blesses us with is always more than enough. Oftentimes, we just need to change our perspective. Kay Watson says, I'm trying to quit smoking to get healthy. It's not easy. You know what, Kay? It's not easy. I quit smoking the year I found out that my first uh, child was uh, conceived. So that was 2008 is when I quit smoking cigarettes. Um, as you can hear, my voice is already rough as it is. So you can imagine what it was when I smoked. And I want to say that I will pray for you. Uh, to quit smoking. I will pray that God makes it easy on you because you are correct. It is not easy. Uh, Jen says, follow me on Rumble for some lighthearted, fun videos that make you smile. Rumble.com, Jennifer Lynn. Well, all right, Jennifer, I'll follow you as soon as this is over. If I remember, I'll try to, I'll try, maybe I'll screenshot it. That's what I'll do. I'll screenshot it so I remember. And good morning, Dina from Arizona. You look great. Keep up the good work. Well, thank you. You look great, too. Even though I can't see you, I believe you look wonderful. Ladies and gentlemen, just like the, just like the cup says, Trump elected by the people, Biden selected by the swamp. And you can get this off my online store as well. All right, folks, don't forget to keep sharing as we have almost 5,000 people watching. Let's get those numbers up. I like to see six or 7,000 people watching. That's when we make the most impact. And before we get to the first and foremost section today, let's talk about the four stages of grief. We all know what the four stages of grief are, correct? The Democrats right now are definitely going through the four stages of grief. The first stage, denial. 
That stage they were going through for four years. They denied that President Trump won the election. They denied that he was the rightful president of the United States. They denied that everything he did as far as policy made this country amazing and definitely was on track to making it truly great again. And they denied us the win that we rightfully got on November 3rd of 2020. So that's the first stage of grief is denial. Second stage of grief is anger. Anger is what they're experiencing right now. They're experiencing anger from Rachel Maddow to Joe Scarborough to uh, Liz Liz Cheney, I'll call her a demo, a dem, but she's definitely a rhino, um, to AOC, to Chuckles Schumer, to Nancy Stretchface Armstrong, to all of them. They're all so angry, aren't they? Chris Cuomo and Don Lemon, they're all so mad. They're so mad that Wisconsin will be doing a hand recount and doing an audit of their ballots. They're mad that Arizona continues to push this forensic audit and is already finding massive discrepancies and pink slips matching the ballots. They're mad that a judge has ordered a un- an unsealing to do a hand recount of the Fulton County uh, District of the 30,000 ballots that are completely fraudulent there. They were supposed to be mail-in ballots, but they weren't even folded. They are mad. That the state of New Hampshire, the Granite State, the Live Free or Die State, where I'm broadcasting from right now, has found that the machines are unreliable. So that means that we have 85% of our counties that use these crap machines, and we're hopefully going to push to remove them. They are mad that we're pushing to fight the same fight in Michigan and and probably uh, Pennsylvania right after this. That's what they're mad about. They do not want us to find out what happened, even though you know and I know already what happened. So that's the second stage of grief, okay? The third stage of grief is what you're already experiencing in Arizona and other places. Not as much yet as the anger, but don't worry. The third stage will start um, will start uh, happening more and more, and that is negotiation, okay? They're trying to negotiate their way out of this. What am I talking about? Well, look at Arizona, all right. They are now negotiating, saying, please don't move forward with this audit for the sake of the country, for the safety and the sake of the country. Uh, in the words of our friend David Harris Jr., are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? So you mean so you, what you're saying is you cheat. That's OK. That doesn't uh, put the safety and the sake of the country at risk. Finding out that you cheated and you getting caught is what puts the country at risk, the sake and the safety of country at risk. That's just plain stupid, but that's the negotiation. And the fourth stage is acceptance. But I have a hard time believing that the Democrats, and I don't even like saying the Democrats because that's not what this party is. The democratic party has been completely hijacked folks. So these radical left progressive, I don't think that they will ever get to the fourth stage of grief acceptance. They'll never get to that. No matter what happens, no matter if the Senate is overturned because we found out that they actually did not win the Senate, no matter if the presidency is overturned because we find out factually that they did not win the presidency. I don't think acceptance will be part of their grief stage. I think they'll either create an entire new stage of grief, okay, or they will go right back to number one, and that's denial. And they'll just be a revolving door of idiocy, a revolving door of dum-dums, and a revolving door of airheads. So that is what I think we're going through right now with the with the uh, the far left progressive party, and uh, what we're trying to do by um, 
exposing what they did on November 3rd. Now, to the first and foremost section of today, let's give a big round of applause for, well, you know what, hold on, they're getting a smarty, they are getting a smarty, so you know what we gotta do, we gotta, we gotta build it up here. Ladies and gentlemen, the smarty of the day today... That's going to go, boom, to Project Veritas, James O'Keefe, who I had the great pleasure of meeting and having a great conversation with and an interview at uh, CPAC this year in Orlando, has exposed another big tech media giant. Now, you know already, because I'm sure Project Veritas has been sharing this all over the world, about uh, them exposing Facebook and their algorithms to put you in different tiers in order to suppress your social media suspends you from social media, completely ban you from their platforms, or just shadow ban you. Now, this is a little bit different than shadow banning. Let's talk about this for a minute, because this time it pertains to the Fauci virus and the vaccines. Okay? They assigned, this is what they exposed, because they had two whistleblowers who, by the way, are still working for Facebook. They're not like, it's not like they were like disgruntled employees. It's not like they were fired. It's not like they were removed from their duties or their obligations at Facebook. No, 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 no. These two employees still work there. So they are feeding from within the information that we need in order to continue to expose how Facebook and these big tech giants like Twitter and Instagram and others are working with the federal government, and I'm talking about the far-left progressives, the swamp, because of how deep they are, in order to basically do the same thing that the CCP and Iran and Russia has always done, is is hijack words, change the meaning of them, continue to pound fake uh, false narratives down your throat until you accept them as truth, and then vilify and demonize those who have any kind of difference of opinion. So getting back to the Fauci virus and the vaccines, they assign you a score. They assign a score to all users, all 3 billion users on the planet who use some kind of Facebook app, whether it's the Messenger, whether it's Instagram, or whether it's Facebook itself. They assign you a score, okay? And that score basically is about how hesitant you are or the hesitancy that you um, uh, might cause other people to have as it pertains to taking the Fauci virus vaccine. All right, and it's called a UHS. Oh, excuse me, not a UHS, a VHS. I'm sorry, VHS. And we're not talking about tapes. No, 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 not that kind of VHS. The vaccine hesitancy score, and there's five tiers. So in tier one, it's not that bad. But as you go up into tiers, that's when you get completely banned from these platforms, like myself. So just because I was out there questioning all of the science of this since the very beginning, all right, and questioning. Uh, the election that happened on November 3rd, they booted me from Facebook completely, all right? I then went to Twitter, and I never even really did anything on Twitter. They already spoke with Facebook, and I was banned before I even started. That's how bad it got. So now with this VHS, this vaccine hesitancy score, it changes your likes, it changes your views, and it changes your comments by reducing them up to 42.5%. So think about when I was on Facebook and I had 460,000 followers and I was getting 30 to 35,000 live viewers. Right now we have over 5,000. I was getting six times that on Facebook at one time. 
I'd love to build back up to that. Not for the likes and the views or the, the, hey, look at how many likes and views I got, but to get the message out there to people. That's what they didn't want. They didn't like the engagement that Live from America had. They didn't like how, how, how all about action that this audience was, so they booted us. Same thing they did to Steve Bannon on YouTube, okay? Same thing they're trying to do to Crowder's audience as well. So they change your likes, they change your views, they change your comments by reducing them almost to 50%. Now, if I was getting thirty to 35,000 live viewers on Facebook and I was already at tier 5, which means that's the tier you get before you get completely banned, probably I would have been getting about 70,000 live viewers, okay? The engagement would have been off the chain, but they couldn't accept that. They didn't like that. So they are not letting conversation happen, even though we continue to be right. What do I mean by that? Well, every time Trump said something, first they called him a racist, then they called him a bigot. Then they labeled you a racist, then they labeled you a bigot. And then they said you were crazy and that Trump wanted to inject chlorine and all this other stuff and and bath products and home cleaning products. And they just, they did everything they could to make us look crazy. And they did everything they could to make us look stupid. But the joke was on them because give it a few months and they were always proved to be wrong. Give it a few weeks, give it a year. And they've always been proven to be wrong. Now, we can go back to the beginning of this uh, pandemic, and we can look at what Dr. Fauci said, and what Dr. Fauci said about the Fauci virus, because he did create the Wuhan lab, and he did fund it, and in my opinion, he did create the coronavirus. I believe he was completely complicit in that, and so was his, his, uh, his um, division of the NIH that he oversees, okay? But if you go back to then, and he was saying, don't wear a mask, don't wear a mask, don't wear a mask. If you had gone on to social media and said, you need to wear a mask, you need to wear a mask, you need to wear a mask, you would have been banned. But then you just give it a few months and then he said, oh, you need to wear a mask. So then you go on and said, oh, you don't need to wear a mask, you got banned. So you see how every time the narrative changes, it doesn't matter if even if it flip-flops, like Fauci himself. Matter of fact, we should somebody should create a line of flip-flops, you know, sandals that you wear at the beach and call them Fauci flops. Why not? Don't call them flip-flops anymore. Let's call them Fauci flops. Maybe we'll add some Fauci flops for the summer to the online store. What do you guys think about that? Let me know in the comments. But isn't it weird how when it changes and it changes the narrative, you get banned because you are not allowed to have an adverse opinion. You are not allowed to have your own opinion. You're not even allowed to have any kind of intelligent debate. Because if you watch the video from Project Veritas, they don't want debate. They don't want a place for free thinkers. They don't want a place for even any kind of conversation to happen. They want a platform which is total control. And this is coming from the employees themselves. And if you think, and that's just the tip of the iceberg, folks. That's just as it, as it pertains to the vaccine. They don't want you to be able to influence somebody else in questioning. They don't want you to be able to give a little bit of a, of a difference of opinion, even if they're backed by facts, because they just want everybody in the world to take this shot. Take the shot, take the shot, take the shot. I have never seen such a 24-7 marketing uh, uh, PR uh, push as I've seen with them wanting you to get stuck with an experimental drug that is not even, ladies and gentlemen, that is not even uh, fully approved by the FDA. Now, if I went on YouTube right now and said that, if I had to do the show over there and I said the coronavirus vaccine, whether it's the Pfizer, whether it's the Moderna, whether it's the Johnson and Johnson, doesn't matter. If I said this vaccine is not fully approved by the FDA, they would ban me, even though that's true. Why? 
because it causes vaccine hesitancy. I was flying over this last week, and even on the planes, they're pushing lies and propaganda through the airwaves. Every five minutes or so, some stupid thing comes on over the intercom or while you're on the plane that says, you um, must wear a face mask at all times. You must put it over your nose, and it must secure completely under your chin. And now they're telling you what you can and can't wear for a face covering. Can't wear handkerchiefs, can't wear this, can't wear that. It's got to be some kind of approved face mask that they allow you to wear. But then they they further it, uh, they further the lie, and they further the propaganda by telling you that it is a federal law for you to wear your mask. That is a lie. I called out uh, flight attendants and I called out captains who were spewing these lies over their little radios and said it is now a federal law. And I said, no, it's not. You're lying to the public. You're lying to the people that pay you hundreds of dollars, sometimes thousands of dollars, to fly on your stupid little planes where you pack us in like sardines, but then preach social distancing as soon as we walk off that, uh, that air bridge. You're lying. There is no federal law that says anything about me having to wear a mask. You cannot make federal laws. The President of the United States cannot make a federal law like that. It would have to go through the proper channels. It is a lie. It's all a lie. It feels like we're in the Hunger Games. It feels like we're in the CCP. Doesn't it, ladies and gentlemen? All right. So I want to play a clip for you. Now, this is from Jenna Ellis' Instagram. Okay? Now, it's quite a long clip, so I won't play the whole thing for you. Um, but I do want to, let's see here. I want to fast forward it just a little bit. Uh, let's see, right, right here. Let's go right to, let's go right to when President Trump is talking. Now it's a Newsmax clip, all right, that Jenna Ellis was on last, yesterday. And this, it's hand in hand with what I just talked about. Now we know that Fauci has changed his entire tune and flip-flopped since the, since the, beginning of the Fauci virus, okay? He's done this for 18 months, and millions and millions of people have been suspended or banned on social media because of it. Now, the reason that I don't trust their science, they always say, trust the science, trust the science, even though they can't even wrap their minds around biology, that a boy is born a boy and a girl is born a girl, born a girl, but they're always saying, trust the science, trust the science. Well, the reason I don't trust your science is because just in the last 18 months, I've seen your science change three times. And science always changes. You know what doesn't change? The word of God. The word of God never changes, but science seems to change all the time. And every single time, President Trump or ourselves completely um, are proved to be correct. So I want to play this video for you about Fauci flip-flopping and get Jenna Ellis's take on all this. So here we go. Yeah, I'm on. Which was a conspiracy theory up until very recently. <laughs> President Trump, of course, said as much in April of 2020, 13 months ago, and continues to stand by that today. Take a listen. We're looking at exactly where it came from, who it came from, how it happened, separately and also scientifically so we're going to be able to find it and my question is have you seen anything at this point that gives you a high degree of confidence that the wuhan institute of virology was the origin of this virus yes i have yes i have i mean that was a long time ago joining us now jenna ellis former trump team legal member and brian harrison former hhs chief of staff who also oversaw operation warp speed guys thank you so much for coming on great to see you Rob. great to be with you again yeah. Rob. All right, so Jenna, we're going to start with you. The, the media was completely against this idea from the very beginning. They were so 
vehemently anti the lab leak theory that it was almost funny. You can see some of these headlines. Uh, they thought it was ridiculous, a fabrication by the president. It was a right-wing conspiracy. It was anti-Asian. Uh, it was just hilarious. What do, what do you, what's your response to this? So I want to stop it right there. So let's, let's talk about that. Let's talk about the, now that, now that flop, uh, flop, flip-flop Fauci, say that five times, now that flip-flop Fauci is flip-flopping again on the origin of the Fauci virus, he's trying to save face, he's trying to save his own you-know-what, because he would, it was completely blown out of the water and found out that he was funding this the entire time. And thank you for Rand Paul, thank you to Rand Paul for actually using his platform to, uh, to tell the world what Fauci was doing. Now, we all knew it beforehand, okay? We were talking about it here on Live from America before Rand Paul, but Rand Paul has a, has a much larger um, platform than we do to speak, and he went out there and he just put it all on the line. And then all of a sudden, you started to hear Fauci, you started to see less and less of Fauci, because the left is trying to throw him under the bus, and now you're seeing, now that he feels like he's been thrown under the bus, now he's saying the same thing. Now he's actually saying, ladies and gentlemen, uh... That oh hold on let me let me just transition over here now he's actually saying that um, it might have actually you know or, originated in the Wuhan lab well of course it has but you know if you said that all last year then you were a racist you were a bigot how dare you have any kind of how dare you say that it came from Wuhan how dare you try to to uh, demonize the the Chinese people in any way shape or form we couldn't call facts facts President Trump knew it Mike Pompeo's been saying it from the beginning. But if you said that on social media, again, you were banned because they did not want any kind of vaccine hesitancy. This is why I like Rumble so much, folks, because I'm allowed to say these things. So let's move back. Let's go back to hear what uh, Jenna Ellis is saying on Newsmax. Check this out. Morning, Jenna. Yeah, well, the truth always comes out. And the difference between President Trump and all of the leftists is that he just tells the truth. And regardless of where the truth leads, he was completely and totally transparent with the American people. And he didn't want to just shape a narrative. He didn't have any other agenda besides truth-telling and actually being America first, which is trusting the American people and telling them exactly what was going on as uh, the truth continued to be revealed. And that was the entire focus of his administration. And so as the truth continues to come out, now the leftists are having to walk back their narrative of trying to spin the truth and spin facts and cover things up and try to paint President Trump as a conspiracy theorist and say, oh, these things don't make sense at all. And they're eating their words now. And I think that uh, the American people are actually really happy to see that the truth is coming out. And this is why President Trump is always proven right in the end. Yeah, it's, it's crazy how, you know, I, it's just so funny how they were so against it. And now they're going to have to eat all those words mm. uh, again. Uh, Brian, Dr. Fauci, who you worked with as part of Operation Warp Speed, also tried to debunk the Wuhan lab leak claim. Uh, he now appears to be changing his tune. Take a listen to this. If you look at the evolution... This was May 2020. ...and what's out there now is very, very strongly leaning towards this could not have been artificially or deliberately manipulated. I'm not convinced... Now this is 2021. I think that we should continue to investigate... What went on in China until we find out, to the best of our ability, exactly what happened? 
So, Brian, I want to get your take on this. In my head, I think, you know, they, they knew that the money was coming from the NIH going to China for this research. So I'm just going to stop it right there, folks. Okay, so let's, let's, figure, let's, let's play this out, okay? The reason that they did not want to say it back then was because they, they had to hide and cover up as much as they could. Okay, and now, believe it or not, CNN just last night, of course, it is the Communist News Network, right? Um, just last night, they're on there, and they are actually blaming, I'm not kidding you, check this out, they are blaming President Donald Trump for not, um, for them not believing him that it originated in the Wuhan lab. You see the craziness here? They're blaming President Trump for them not believing him. And the reason now that they're saying, well, now we, now we know that it came from Wuhan. You know, we got all these people that were sick. We got all these people that were hospitalized way back in November of 2019 from the Wuhan lab. So now we know it came from there. But we didn't believe President Trump. So it's his fault that we couldn't get to the bottom of it quicker. And the reason they're blaming him for it is because they said, well, when you spew lies 24-7, you're the little boy who cried wolf. How are we supposed to believe you? That is how CNN is spinning this right now. That is how MSDNC is spinning this right now. They are literally spinning it saying it's Trump's fault because they didn't believe him because he told lies so many times before, even though he was proven to be right every single time. You see the craziness here? You see that the it's just absolute idiocy when you hear these people talk and how, how hypocritical they are and how a, a revolving door of dummy. You know what I said? Like I said yesterday, you're either dumb or dumb. Choose one because there's no other option. You're either dumb or dumb. Choose one. There is no other option. It It's just mind-blowing to me. Okay? It's absolutely mind-blowing. And, and, and all these people didn't want to know. It came from Wuhan. It came from Wuhan. It came from Wuhan, and now we know it. What it really was was the CCP didn't want the world to know that it came from them. That's what's really going on here. It was another way for them to take over the world, and that is, of course, my opinion. I don't work for the government. I don't have classified intel, but I don't think you need to have classified intel to figure all this out. It's pretty simple, ladies and gentlemen. Now, speaking of the CCP and the power that the CCP has, John Cena, <laughs> WWE star John Cena, he's now a movie star, okay? And... He actually is in a new film for Fast and Furious. Fast and Furious 9000 racing on the, the rings of Saturn, I guess. I don't know. Not really. I'm just saying, we're, how, far, um, how far are we going to go with these Fast and Furious movies? So um, he actually did a video where he was promoting uh, the Fast and Furious. And apparently, uh, Taiwan is supposed to get the, uh, the first screening of the movie. So he's out there promoting it. And he said something about the country of Taiwan. He said the country of Taiwan gets to see it first, and he was basically just promoting it and saying, yay, you guys get to see it first, yay, yay, yay. Well, the CCP flipped out, and they said that Taiwan is not a country. When a matter of, as a matter of fact, yes, it is. It even has its own president, ladies and gentlemen, but the CCP doesn't recognize Taiwan as a separate country. They recognize Taiwan as belonging to the CCP. So because John Cena said that, the CCP flipped out and threatened not to further John Cena's career. So instead of being an all-American tough guy that he is, with his big old muscles, right, and his big personality from the WWE, John Cena, either by volunteering or by force from his production company or the people that own him, which ultimately is the CCP if you're in Hollywood, 
made him and forced him to apologize to the CCP in Chinese. Don't believe me? Watch. Oh, come on. What's happening there? Hold on, folks. We have no sound here. There we go. So you can draw and get a hundred information. So you handle it, found hundred information. What your eager to be sure, Shenzai, just a hand, 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 jong yaw. What I gung dren jong, jong war gung jong war in. What hand, hand, bow chan, the water to woo. 对不起，对不起，我很抱歉，你必须了解。So uh, this is John Cena literally uh, apologizing to the Chinese to the Communist uh, Communist Party. So let me kind of re- read for you what he said. It was it, it's actually sickening, and I and I and I was somewhat of a John Cena fan. But what he says was this: when when he was on Tom Tom T, Tom 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 T, Tom 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 T, Tom 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 so there was a lot of interviews and a lot of information. I made a mistake, he says. I have to say something very, very, very important now. I love and respect China and the Chinese people. I'm very, very sorry about my mistake. I apologize. I apologize. I'm very sorry. You must understand that I really love and really respect China and the Chinese people. My apologies. See you soon. Well, John Cena. (laughs) How you pander to the Chinese Communist Party like that is beyond me. I would rather lose my career than to do what that man just did. Talk about scumbag. Talk about get on your knees and say you're sorry. All because the Chinese Communist Party doesn't recognize Taiwan as having any kind of independence or being a country. See what I'm talking about here, guys? They do it with the elite. They do it with Hollywood. They do it with senators. They do it with governors. They do it with anybody who has any kind of influence. But if you're on the other side of it, and you even have a morsel of influence, they get rid of you. They get rid of you. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to give our first. We've added to the selection of candy that we're throwing here. We have dum-dums. We have smarties. And now, ladies and gentlemen, we have airheads. Inspired by Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez herself. So, in the, in, in the respect of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and her 
um, very low IQ, <laughs> very low IQ, the very first Airhead Award, and it's actually the picture that's on the bucket, uh, is going to go to none other than the Queen of Airheads herself, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. Let's listen real quick, shall we? We're roving out to the Senate side because the thing is, we went to his office in the Capitol, we went to his office here in the Russell Building, we went to the floor, he's not, we went to the cloakroom, he's not in the cloakroom, he's not in the Capitol, he's not in the Russell Building, he's not in the floor of the Senate, and 800,000 people don't have their paychecks. So where's Mitch? They couldn't find him because those lawmakers went to the wrong office. <laughs> the majority leader's space in the Capitol. Remember this? The lawmakers would have needed to pass on their way to the Senate side. <laughs> where's Mitch? We went everywhere. We went everywhere. We couldn't find him the airhead award today and that's an old video but i had to play the video because i was trying to find some of her dumbest moments the airhead award is going to go to aoc why is the airhead award going to go to aoc today and i can't wait to see your guys's comments on this so please let me know how you feel about the very first airhead award going to the queen of airheads uh aoc the reason why she's getting the airhead award today is because she says <laughs> this is just another way to propagandize what happened on January 6th and make it worse than it actually was. Remember when she said she was hiding behind the door? Oh, oh no, they're coming to get me. Remember right around the same time that Stretch Face Armstrong said that they're lucky they didn't find me because I'm a street fighter. <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> anyway, AOC says she's now in therapy. She is now in therapy, ladies and gentlemen. Because of the trauma that she experienced on January 6th. And she doesn't think that she'll ever recover. <laughs> Nobody ah, let's see. Becky 80 says, LOL, very deserving. Um, we've got AOC. Somebody puts like a, like an emoji like that. Uh, Rumble is throttling, throttling your live. Can't trust any of your platform. I don't think Rumble's throttling my live at all. I think Rumble's actually doing great. Please explain to me what you uh, what you mean by that. Um, <laughs> Purple Cloud says, I love candy. <laughs> maybe like somebody said about John Cena. Maybe like more like John Cena. Hey, that's great. Not John Cena. John Cena. And even Cindy Pinnell says, wow, that is sickening to apologize like that. I want to see more of the AOC, though. She uh, Jody says she should be in therapy. She is correct that there is no recovery from stupidity. Uh, Victoria Slore says, well, she definitely needs to be in therapy, but it has nothing to do with January 6th. Love the Airhead Award. And Terry Sue says she should have been in therapy a long time ago. And someone else says she's unfit for office then. I believe you are all correct in what you said about that. So AOC gets the first airhead award of the day and i believe that she'll probably end up getting it more and more and more okay um so and and the entire thing here the entire oh i'm seeking therapy because of what happened to me on january 6th is just more propaganda to make trump supporters terrorists and people who are patriots who want america first who believe in the maga agenda you're all terrorists you're reality denialists and you're dangerous you're white supremacists and you're going to kill everybody that's what they think and now they're going to try to do anything they can, which they've already tried to do with the impeachment onto the, the New York district attorney. Uh, they're trying to open up a criminal investigation on President Trump. Ask yourself, does President Trump look worried to you? 
Okay? Well, now the DOJ is appealing to a federal judge's ruling to release the 2019 memo prepared uh, for for then-Attorney General Bill Barr, who's also a rhino, uh, before he announced his conclusion that President Trump did not obstruct justice during the Russia investigation. Why don't they just get it, folks? Why don't they get it? And what I mean by that is they're doing anything they can. They're grasping at straws to make sure that President Trump does not come back. They can't have that. They can't have President Trump back in power at all costs, right? They just can't have that at all costs. So they're doing anything they can. They're grasping at straws. They're trying to open up criminal investigations. Now they want to have a federal judge to to let them uh, have all of the access to all of the information that was given to Bill Barr before he he made the uh, assessment that Donald Trump didn't interfere with Russia collusion. Well, first of all, there was no Russia collusion. So all you have to do, it's, it's like going back to the very beginning, you know, follow the money. Well, let's follow the fake narrative all the way back to the beginning. There was no Russia collusion to begin with. The Russia story was fake. Everything about it was fake. And we now know that. Okay. Well, now they want to open that back up so they can do the same thing they do with words like racism. And that's change it all and try to charge him with something. They're doing anything they can, but why don't they get it? You're not going to be able to beat him. Even your fake president who's sitting in the White House right now is not beating President Trump. That wasn't a win, okay? President Trump decided to step back from the battle so he could win the war, okay? That is what really is happening here. You're not going to beat him. And if you do succeed in beating President Trump, what do you think that the 100 million people who voted for him are going to do? What do you think they're going to do? Let's say that you arrested President Donald Trump tomorrow. What do you think that those people are going to do? You think they're just going to go about their everyday lives, eat their cereal and their Wheaties, and go back to work and forget about it all? No. No, they're not going to do that. You're literally poking the bear and playing with fire. Okay? You have no power over Trump. You have no power over MAGA. You have no power over America first, and you have no power over patriots. Get it through your thick skulls. Meanwhile, while they're trying to open up investigations on President Trump, Hunter Biden is still at large as a traitor, as a pedophile, as a crackhead, as a liar, as a scumbag. Okay? And now we have breaking news from Judicial Watch. Wait till you hear this. Breaking news from Judicial Watch, which is Tom Fenton, okay? Tom Fenton actually was able to get some Secret Service travel records by using FOIA and other lawsuits. And in these FOIA records and in these records, I mean, in these records that he was able to obtain, okay, um... According to the Secret Service travel records obtained by Judicial Watch, then Vice President Joe Biden's son, Hunter, ready for this, took 411 trips across 29 uh, countries. 411 trips. Hunter Biden, crackhead pedophile, Hunter Biden, you know, gas expert, took 411 trips through 29 countries between 2009 and the middle of 2014. And of those 411 trips through 29 countries between those five years, it included 23 flights into or out of the Joint Base Andrews Air Force Base, home to Air Force One and Air Force Two. 
That means he was riding on Air Force One and Air Force Two, and Joe Biden said that never happened. We caught you in another lie. We caught you in another impeachable offense. Okay? So you tell me. They're trying to sit here and open up investigations on a man who truly made America great again, has got one of the biggest followings, and is probably one of the best presidents that we've ever seen. Meanwhile, crackhead pedophile out there who lies on gun applications, who, 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 who gets to do anything he wants to do, is now caught with Secret Service records flying on Air Force One and Air Force Two, sent places by his father and ultimately, probably, by Barack Hussein Obama. Now, speaking of losers, let's switch gears here for a minute because we don't have much time left. Speaking of losers, let's talk about John Sullivan. Do you remember John Sullivan, ladies and gentlemen? He was the BLM and Antifa uh, guy who who uh, got paid $90,000 by CNN and MSNBC for the rights of his footage and his story for their book. So let me get this straight. This guy breaks into the Capitol, okay? He's leading the charge. He's with a CNN photographer. It's all caught on tape, all right? He gets he, he gets to go through uh, the Capitol uh, uh, home free, scot free. Then he gets $90,000 for his footage and his story, okay? Then he gets arrested. And now the federal government is throwing him under the bus, rightfully so, and they've taken that $90,000. So in the wake of them taking that $90,000 and taking him uh, fur further into getting charged, he has now admitted, ladies and gentlemen, that he brought megaphone and dressed megaphones and dressed up as a Trump supporter in order to um, ignite Trump supporters and basically incite them um, to break into the to the Capitol building. He admits it. He admits having an, a megaphone and instigating Trump supporters saying, let's go, let's get in there, let's take our house back, and he bragged about it, and now he's admitting it. So I can't wait to find out what more comes out about January 6th. This is why they're trying to shove through the January 6th commission so fast, so that we don't find out that Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, and the rest of the left was in on the entire thing. And that's why I start out every, more, every show with the barbed wire fence over the American flag. That is why. And now we're going to give our last dumb dumb award of the day before we call Senator TJ Shope in Arizona. Today's dumb dumb award is going to go to Gretchen Whitless, Governor Gretchen Whitless, and she gets it rightfully so all the time, just like Joe Biden. And that's because two days after she was found in a restaurant and exposed to not wearing her mask around other people, putting tables together after shutting down many hundreds of restaurants and closing many businesses in Michigan. She, that, and two days later, just yesterday, uh, rescinded her order on social distancing in restaurants. You no longer have to social distance in restaurants. Well, thank you, Governor Gretchen Whitless. Thank you, for the, on behalf of the people of Michigan, for giving them their freedoms back since you were caught. Would she have done that had she not been caught? Of course not. But she's been caught violating her social distancing order. Okay, she had to apologize and then by, and followed it up by the pizza was really good. And now she has loosened those restrictions so that you can go into a restaurant and not be socially distanced any longer. Yay! All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to make a phone call, as we do a lot here on Live from America, to Senator T.J. Shope. Now, this was the guy I told you yesterday that voted no on, um, on getting rid of the idea of vaccine passports. Because he owns a business and says that every business should be able to make that decision for themselves. And like I told you yesterday, while I agree that every business should be able to make decisions for themselves, it shouldn't be that way when it violates 
your rights to shop at places that are open to the public because you're there discriminating against you and your privacy of your health. So we're going to call TJ Shope right now. Here's the number and the email if anybody wants to put it in the comment threads or write it down. So grab yourself a pen. This is Senator TJ Shope in Arizona who broke rank yesterday and decided, even though we needed everybody to vote party lines in order to get this passed, decided he'd vote no on um, on banning the vaccine passports and punishing businesses who require you to have one. So the number is 602-926-3012. Again, that is 602-926-3012. And his email is tshope, S-H-O-P-E, at azleg.gov. That's tshope at azleg.gov. Let's give him a call, shall we? Just once, I'd love somebody to answer. Senator T.J. Schulte. Record your message at the tone. When you are finished, hang up or press pound for more options. Hello, Senator T.J. Schulte. My name is Jeremy Harrell. I run a show called Live from America, and right now we have you on speakerphone, on air, live, uh, towards the end of our show, and we wanted to call you to discuss your recent uh, no vote when it comes to banning the vaccine passport in Arizona and then ultimately punishing any business that would require somebody to show uh, their proof uh, that they have taken the uh, non-FDA-approved uh, vaccination. And the reason why we wanted to call and talk to you, sir, and we hope that you accept my invitation to come on live from America, and you can reach out to me at jeremy at jeremyherrell, H-E-R-R-E-L-L.com, uh, to either re- accept or reject this invitation. But we'd like to talk to you a little bit about this. While we do agree with you that every business should be able to make a choice on uh, how they conduct their business. In this case, we strongly disagree with you, sir, and we are asking you to change your tune and go back in this session, while the session is still available, and vote uh, yes to ban these vaccine passports. Because while I agree with you that a business does have the ability, should have the ability to make their own uh, policies and procedures as they conduct business, uh, when it comes to uh, discriminating against people based on a privacy, uh, a private health issue, Okay, Uh, we uh, we think that that is completely wrong. Okay, if a business is open to the public, they should be open to the public unless somebody is there breaking the law or causing a massive disturbance that makes it so other people can't shop. What we don't agree with is you voting no uh, because you own a business and 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 making it so it's uh, a business has the right to kick somebody out because they're not showing proof of something in their medical history. We believe that's wrong, and we believe that uh, you you got that one wrong, sir. And so we respectfully ask you to come on the show and explain your no vote further than your explanation that you gave that every business should be able to set their own policies and procedures. While we agree with that again, when it comes to discriminating against people based on a health 
uh, privacy of their health records, we think that was completely wrong. Uh, we respect you, sir. Uh, God bless you. And uh, we ask you that you please reconsider your no vote on the banning of COVID passports in Arizona uh, for businesses. Thank you, sir. God bless you and have a great day. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I was hoping that once, just once, we would be able to get somebody on air, but it seems like we're not able to do that. So uh, you have the number. You know what to do. Uh, please be respectful when you call, and uh, let's get uh, let's get him to change his mind uh, while they're still in session. I do want to let you guys know the next leg of the Save America Freedom Tour will be in Michigan, Illinois, and I believe Wisconsin, that last place we're still trying to work out. So it's going to be Michigan first, Illinois, and then Wisconsin. And if it's not Wisconsin, it's Missouri. We're still working on that last state. But we do know for sure the first two states are going to be Michigan and Illinois. So I will give you more um, uh, more you know substance around that when we actually get it all figured out. But just get ready because we're going to be doing that in the last week of June. Again, Michigan, Illinois, and Wisconsin. All the places that I wanted to go. Uh, also, make sure JeremyHerald.com, you guys sign up for the newsletter, okay? Go to the store. We still have a few days left to rack up some more money for some family farms, 10% of everything you buy. If you're a donor, you already have your code. You get 30% off. Uh, hats and glasses are sold out at the moment, but don't worry. I'm working on getting them, and we're going to reach out today to the folks who uh, who did place their order but is just on hold right now. I'm also going to be working on sending out some Bibles today and if you go to mypillow.com remember lfa is your promo code you get up to 66 percent off and you get a lot of buy one get one freeze right now so make sure you go to mike lindell's page you're supporting him and his efforts to get president donald trump back in there this year and you're supporting me and my efforts to continue to grow live from america as we have a 50 50 percent partnership with them and if all else fails the folks and you just want to help donate to the show you can go to jeremyharrell.com click the donate tab and become a monthly donor, which also gives you some other perks. So folks, thank you very, very much for watching Live from America today. That is going to conclude today's show, and I will be back tonight at 5 p.m. Eastern Time for more Live from America. Until then, folks, remember, there are right ways, there are wrong ways, but only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high. Because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. God bless you. Have a great day. See you tonight at 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Bye-bye.